Hello, everyone. I am um, Claudio Murgan, the host of the Spiritual Empire podcast, and my guest today is uh, Peter Benson. With a background as an automotive mechanic and engineering technician, Peter went through a significant awakening process that opened up his connection to his higher self and the angelic realm. He discovered his angelic origins as part of Archangel, Arch- Archangel Michael's Army of Light. Guided by Archangel Michael and Ascended Masters, Peter was introduced to the tensor technology and its healing properties. He conducted a series of research that led him to build his first tensor rings, crystal-infused pendants, Merkaba, healing coil, and more. Peter, thank you very much for uh, joining uh, me today. Uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, you've you've developed a lot of uh, interesting uh, tools, and I'd like to start by asking you what exactly generated the awakening, awakening process that altered your regular life. Ah, uh, well, it was my regular life was collapsing. Um, let's just put it in a nice way: family restructuring was happening, um, and after twenty years, I was trying to discover who I was because I had been so engrossed and brought into, uh, you know, that structure for so long, I didn't know who I was anymore. Um, so that became, uh, you know, what was going on. Um, I started doing, you know, reading and doing other things on my free time, Michael Newton, Brian White, Dolores Cannon. And, you know, it primarily focused on, you know, hypnotic regressions and understanding what's on the other side. And I'm like, okay, this is really cool. And if we understand, if, if I get this right, we are a lot more than what we're led to believe and a lot more than what we really understand and what, you know, what we've been taught. So I got into that. Um, and because of my background as a mechanic and engineering technician, I was, you know, working with my hands. Um, I discovered some Sperling's work. And from there, you know, I just started tinkering. Uh, but the awakening happened because of the family challenges going on uh, and the crisis, you know, that basically when you, when your life is basically collapsing, you reevaluate everything. Yeah. Um, so the books helped me understand, okay, so it's not the end of everything. It's just the beginning. And the books helped me understand, you know, it's like, okay, we're far more than just physical being. So the traumas I was going through are just superficial. So I started researching more and more of other stuff. So it's, yeah, and that's where the tensor technology and subsprawling came in. Yeah. So right now, would you say that you are beyond identifying yourself with the physical body? Um, I am a spiritual being having a, uh, you know, an experience a and challenging experience at times too. So it's, you know, um, we can't deny the fact that we're here to learn. And the reason we incarnated is to go through, you know, certain uh, understandings our soul wanted to, you know, live through and understand. And these are just learnings that our higher self is. It's like, okay, I'm going to go this life. I'm going to learn this aspect, like, like self-sacrifice, let's say, or, you know, selflessness or, you know, whatever it is that you're in in a lifetime to do, um, this is what your soul is here for. And, well, if you get an Akashic Record read, you might be able to get that information, understanding where you are and what you think and where you stand on those things. Uh, but that's kind of what we're, you know, what I'm at. It's like, okay, this is cool. Um, and understanding that, you know, I'm still learning and like everybody's still learning, but it's just like, okay. And having the understandings I have now about this, I'm like, okay, this is, uh, and a lot of folks are getting there. And a lot of people, you know, it's like everybody's on a different path. So, you know, we have some at the lower levels, some at the very high levels, and there's, you know, everybody's in between. And it's like, I feel kind of privileged to understand where I'm at right now, you know, and knowing that I don't know what's to come and what else we have to go is actually kind of cool. Yes, we have to embrace uh, our path on this existence and uh, find the right one uh, in this particular case. And you developed so many amazing uh, tools uh, like to eliminate uh, PTSD, emotional issues, uh, heartbreak, uh, clear entities. How did all this uh, come to you? 
Uh, well, it started off um, pretty much right after um, the awakening process started. So I started doing the Slim Sperling Tensor technology. Um, I understood, you know, read his books, watched the videos on creation and other other creators of tensor rings that are on the you know on the internet, they show you how to do it and all these other things. It's open source, so everybody can. Um, and I was making tensor rings, and at first they weren't working. Um, so I was continually working on myself, and then eventually I made some more rings. And I, I brought it to a friend of mine who was doing a sound bath, and she had I gave her the four rings to experiment with, and she played with them for two uh, two days, and then at that time she texted me, "He's like, can you make me ten more?" Um, it was, uh, she has the, you know, the regular heart chakras and the higher heart chakra bowls. So she had 14 bowls laid out on the floor. It's impressive for a sound bath. It really is. Um, and what we found was, is the tensor rings made the, the bowls sing louder, sing longer. When you spool them up, they last longer. And it would actually change the tone of each of the bowls. So it would actually be more, uh, what you call it, nuanced. It would feel it, the energy of it is actually it feels better. So it was really interesting on that aspect. So are you using only copper for these uh, tensor rings or something else? Uh, primarily, I use copper. Um, I do make uh, silver pendants um, with the uh, you know when using the actual winding and stuff like that. So silver is in the in the work, and I do have a request for using some gold and one coming up. So that'll be interesting. Um, that's going to be a little pricey on that basically because you know an ounce of gold is very expensive. Um, so the primary reason we use silver or silver is uh, copper is because of its uh, cost. You know, it's two dollars, three dollars an ounce versus silver. It's you know thirty four dollars an ounce, and yes. gold is a two hundred two thousand dollars an ounce. So you know the disparity there is kind of like okay, what do we want to make? Um, and I want to get the tools out to everybody. So I mean, the amount of the the tools are made with silver to reduce their cost. Uh, it's just the actual, the labor and, and you know, that's entailed in making these, uh, you know, like one of the pendants, uh, the Archangel Michael is a 46 step process. Wow. So it, <laughs> it just takes time. Um, so going back to your initial question, where did they come from? Um, the, tensor rings once they started making them and the sound bath we started seeing actual physical changes um i was in a healing session and archangel michael not michael metatron came in and gave me a message to create um the anklets and these are the anklets right here mm -hmm. it's a uh, copper tensor ring which you can kind of see here it's kind of looped back and it has five crystals in it and it's covered with uh, copper mesh um, and Metatron, when he came in, it gave me, it's like, okay, make it out of tensor ring. It's going to be covered copper mesh. He's using these five crystals and it's going to keep people, the vibration or your frequency yours while we go through this time. And that's, that's exactly what he said. I'm like, okay, I'll do my best. Cause I have never, I didn't hear, I didn't heard of, uh, the, the Morganite or Tanzanite when I was actually at that time, I was still growing into the spiritual world and had I'd never heard of those stones. So it was like, okay. And it took me about a year, year and a half to actually get a viable anklet working um, and together. And then from there, um, it just continued on. Um, we took a little bit of a hiatus because of the life thing was in the way a little bit there. Um, the closure of some of those aspects was continuing. Um, and then as those things started to subside, uh, Vivian my wife actually had a, a vision that was actually showing three women standing in the vision with three like 9d entities are about 100 feet tall basically all of a sudden materialize out of these portals on the floor so all of a sudden they just went whoop, and they're about 100 feet tall and they're communicating through these three women in front of her and then they told you know they say to vivian it's like okay tell peter it's time to start making them because I knew how to make them. I was just busy with life at the time. Life was kind of taking over. So I was like, okay. So I got the instructions and I got scolded for not making them <laughs> from a higher dimensional being saying, okay, it's time. You need to get these things out there for people. So at that point, okay, I started making them, bringing them out. And the next stage was 
getting people out there to experience them, give me more feedback, how they're impacting people, how, you know, how do they work for you in your life and et cetera, et cetera, you know, on that whole path. Um, because I could get an idea of what it does for me and, the, you know, in my close circle, what it help does for Vivian and stuff. I just wanted to see what more, how it was interpreted by people, um, what are their feelings on the energies of it. And we, we ended up meeting a lady in that 2019 in San Francisco where she put on the anklets and she was very visual in her energy understanding. And when she put them on, she was looking at it, it's like, okay, what I'm seeing is if you visualize your energy as this energy torus, yes. right? So we have energy going in both directions, coming in the root and energy coming in the crown. She goes, okay, now visualize that. Now take a cork and put it in top and bottom. What happens to your energy field now? If you have no openings at the top and bottom, now you have an oval energy field. And it's actually not even a fee. It's more of a shield at this point because it's not allowing any energy in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how she viewed it and described it. And I had another individual, a gentleman, say, basically say, it's like, when you put them on, it recycles your energy. And I'm like, okay, well, that's basically what this woman in San Francisco said. So I'm getting a better understanding of how this is actually visualizing um, and how they work. So that was really interesting on that. Uh, at which point we had a our friend who's an accountant trying them out. Uh, and they were working for, it was tax time. So everybody's stressed, everybody, you know, it's, it's the deadline. It's about money. It's about, you know, all the, yes. the not so good aspects of our system. Right. So at that point she was utilizing them. She's like, these are great. So she had them for three days and then she gave them back saying they work, but I can't wear them. And then she told me, it's like, well, our husband was giving her a hard time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Okay, so I basically said to give a message, you know, to Metatron. I'm like, okay, I can't use the anklets. These are going to be intrusive to some. How are we going to solve this problem? Um, and basically, it came down to another. It came down to a pendant mm-hmm. and how to actually make this work. Um, and the pendant turned out to be an Archangel Metatron pendant. And let's see here if I can switch this over. Here we go. And here. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's a Metatron pendant. Um, and it has all the crystals in here um, from Metatron. It's got the Morganite, Tanzanite, Lapis, Tiger's Eye, and Black Onyx. Um, and that's shielding. So just like the anklets are shielding, these are shielding. Um, the two different ways where the anklets closed off your torus. These, um, for lack of a better way of explaining it, create a energy field over your basic body energy field. If you think of every chakra has a layer of energy on the way out, these create a barrier to protect you outside of that. So at that point, we started generating pendants based on this technology here with these crystals. And... At that point, we went to an Archangel Michael, which is the one right next to it, which is a little bit different. Um, you know, it's it's very similar, but it's also very different. Um, the process for which these came through is as I was making the Metatron, I would get a download saying, okay, now put these crystals in here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, what do I do with these now? It's like, um, what are they doing? What am I doing with them? Right. And let me change that a little bit there. Yeah, so it's this one as a Michael's pendant became more of you get the shielding effect. So your your energy becomes quiet. Then you get a turquoise. And in this environment, in the pendant itself, creates a very calming effect. And then the selenite helps clear your energy field of distortions and all that fuzz. Mm -hmm. So you get another version of calming and clearing right there. And then you have green mica, which is a uh, a heart stone, very similar to rose quartz, but more on the masculine side, to give a balanced energy field for that. So it went from a anklet, which was the channeled message, to a pendant, which was a solution to uh, the 3D uh, visualization or visual to people that are not understanding of the spiritual world. 
into a pendant and then into other pendants from there. So that's the basic history of how these came about. And it's been a connection to the archangels the whole time. Um, Michael comes in and talks through me uh, to others often. Yeah, it's thank you. Thank you for sharing. And other than energy protection, um, did you get any feedback on the healing aspect of these uh, pendants or anklets? Let's say someone with arthritis, um, can they just attach those to their ankles and feel something different? Well, usually is arthritis is a, a lack of movement of energy, a lack of release. So with the anklets, when you put those on, you automatically feel grounded and you feel the energy moving. Um, and it's when you're working on, you have to work on yourself and it's not a fix all. So these tools will allow you to, um, for one, it is, and I know we just, you just talked about this about shielding if it's more than that, but you have to, if you take into perspective that if you shield yourself, even if you're doing intention all the time, um, when you're shielding yourself, you're actually protecting your energy field from others or, you know, places in that the, all the influences around you influence electromagnetically your own your physical being. So if you can actually neutralize the outside interference, you can be you in your own frequency and, and then focus on healing yourself as in clearing the negative energies that, you know, that come through into a physical form over time. So you have to heal the energy side first. Correct. And I assume that you have helped making these uh, pendants and all the other tools. Is that important that the energy of the people working um on these tools to be positive or a higher vibration and not influence the the material uh, well the tools are self-clearing we've only had one tool that was ever uh, basically destroyed by a negative energy um and and that was the only one that was a very specific issue um but what we have on these is these are very specifically intention-based tools so when somebody wants to utilize this to heal, anybody can utilize this, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not going to amplify or execute a negative aspect. These are a positive tool. These are from the angels. So, and they're not fallen angels. So, it's, uh, <laughs> so we're focusing on creating intentions on a positive note. Um, and we have a lot of fun uh, with people when we're at conventions with these. It's like, okay, when you put the anklets on, um, what you do is you just, in your head, just tell them to reset. Okay, so now you just thought about that. That's an intention-based thing right there. You just thought it, and it just did it. Now you tell the anklets to go to full power. Okay, you do what? You tell them to go to full power. And all of a sudden, in their head, they'll, they'll close their eyes, and then they'll turn them they'll go to full power. And the next thing you see, either there are, a grin shows up on their face, they open their eyes, they're like, oh, my God, I just felt that. So they can actually feel the change in their own energy and their own field through intentions. So these are tools on teaching you how powerful your thoughts are and your intentions are. Um, and then you can actually have people, it's like, okay, if it's too much for you, just tell them to calm down. And we've had that happen too. And they tell it to calm down and they're like, oh, this is amazing. So, so in other words, this is I the the clearing or the uh, cleansing process or the activation process of, of these pendants, of these tools? You don't have well, to do anything well, the else. <clears throat> no, they, they, the tensor rings self-clear energy as they because these are a Taurus generation generator automatically too. So as the energy goes through it, they're cleared. So it's on a clearing there. Um, so that's one of the cool things with that. Um, with utilizing the tensor energy and the actual intentions on all these tools, what you do is you actually would just here like hold the pendant and basically say, okay, I want to pull the emotional roots out from this particular trauma or this issue or, you know, the emotional issue I have with my parents or when I was in a childhood. If you can recollect it instantly, you can actually put it right here and say, okay, I want to pull the pull this emotion out by its roots so it doesn't come back anymore. And just tell the pendant to pull it. Mm -hmm. And that's through that intentions, you'll start feeling the energy move. Now, if it's old and deep, it's going to take time. 
So you have to give it time, but you're going to feel the energy moving and you're going to start feeling pressure as it starts. The pendant will start pulling right through your heart chakra, right through the pendant. So this is how you actually utilize these tools to heal. It is you, you focus your intention on a positive aspect and work on the root of it, not the, not the symptom. And then from there, the tool will work with you. You just have to maintain your constant, you know, maintain that thought on the pendant. Yes. Now, and once you once you program it, you're good. But yeah. Yes. And what I like to see, because this is something for a lot of people is intangible, especially for the medical field is in, something intangible. I would love to see you reaching out to open-minded doctor, uh, let's say an oncologist, and give five pendants to five to of his patients and test for a, a period of, let's say, two, three months before and after and see how those, if there is any remission of the disease and how the, the patients will feel. That would be very interesting. Well, oncology dealing with cancer. And cancer is basically anger that has never been released whether it's in this lifetime or a past lifetime. So you're going to have to actually work on those aspects. And they have to, and people understand, have to understand that that is what the source of that is. And it takes years for that anger to go from an energy state to a physical form. So you have to get that going. And you mm -hmm. have to, you have to um, I think like there was a, a lady in the secret that actually healed herself from all this through laughter in the dog, in that documentary. Yes. So you have to actually, you have to focus on, pulling that energy out of that emotional charge that's causing it, clear that out and then focus on whatever it means to you to clear that out, whether it's, you know, you know, juicing or laughter or whatever it is that, you know, allows your body to release and let go and heal. So we have had, as you were saying, like experiences through doctors, we've had uh, a therapist utilizing pendants and actually in therapy before, and she's like, this one works great. It was actually the chill pill off the website. Very calming. And she was having people utilize it for PTSD and stuff like that. And it was working amazing. She goes, okay, this is, works great. I want you to make one that's specifically for PTSD. So at this point, I ended up getting a download from Archangel Shamuel. And this is where the PTSD came from for the post-traumatic stress. Mm. And this one right now is in the hands of firefighters, police officers, ex-military. Um, and we're expanding as we grow, but we're trying to get more testimonials from these guys. Yeah, nice. Uh, and, and the answer, uh, I think, uh, one of my questions, that means if uh, a practitioner, uh, practitioner orders one or two pendants, and can they be um, used by multiple patients by just resetting them with the intention you mentioned earlier? Yes, really? and that's oh, what that's you great. and you want it. <laughs> If you want to use them, like if you buy a pendant for yourself and then you want to use it with a partner or a friend, you have to do the reset. Uh, the reason is, is your intentions are not going to be the same as that individual. Yes. And when you put them on, you want to reset that out. So that's gone. And then what you want to do is bring it up to full power again. And then if it's good for them, leave it there and allow it to just be at full power and, and help purge you and work on you and allow you to do what you need to do. But if it's too strong, you can actually tell it to calm down to a comfort level. And at that point, that's where the tailoring of the energies to you or whoever, it's the tool is very much utilizing for what your needs are at that very specific time. Yeah. Have you had any testimonials in terms of heart and brain synchronicity um, based on the usage of these uh, tools of dependence? Not yet. Not, not <laughs> that specific um that not that not for that specific diagnosis or use case like i'm feeling a feeling of opening up the heart and sensing more love or like unconditional love or uh being one with with the environment something like that the biggest effect i find um is when people are utilizing uh and we have testimonial for this i had the lady a very young lady in her 20s she took archangel michael and since she was a she since she could remember when she was little, she has always been able to sense other people's emotional state, and she'd always have you know nightmares and other things that would actually interfere because she was so sensitive. The minute she put this thing on, it was a completely new day for her, um, and she wore it for a couple of days. And after a few days, she gave us a testimonial. She was, I have 
slept better. I can feel the environment better because I'm not overwhelmed by, you know, as, as her sensitivity was there, she was feeling everyone in her environment. You know, and I'm pretty sure she was feeling the environment too, which is the trees and the buildings and, you know, the stagnant energy that people release when they're there. So she was there. Now she's actually able to go out and through intention, feel the energy she wishes without being overwhelmed by everything in the environment. Interesting. So this makes it easy yeah, to <clears throat> yes. understand what's going on around you. Yeah. Yeah, I think I will test it myself as well very soon. So I'm quite fascinated with uh, with this pendants. Uh, Peter, have you received any message regarding um, tensor technology to be used for, let's say, to develop free energy uh, devices? So take it to a different uh, uh, dimension. Um, I've had a vision for it. I just I literally haven't had the time to. So when I have more time to experiment with it, um, possibly, I just need to actually have more time to understand and actually build out the design I have in my head. And I've had it there for about four years now. Um, and it, it's it's basically a it's a very large time consumption to put this together the way it's the way I have it shown to me in my head. So it's there is a possibility there. Um, I do know that um, when Slim Sperling was testing it. Um, he had it tested at Lockheed Martin and another uh, lab in Germany. And there was like, we don't know what to do with the energy, but we've tested the frequencies and they're, you know, you can actually, the frequency was uh, 144 megahertz for the sacred qubit that he was testing. And they go, it's the most powerful energy that they can feel, but they don't know how to harness it outside of where it is. So that's really interesting. So, yeah. um yeah, I want to I want to play with that aspect of it, and I need you know probably end up grabbing somebody that is more experienced at electronics because I have a feeling it's going to need a little bit of electronics for controls. But yeah. other than that, it's going to be interesting. So, will you be guided to offer that as open source, or will it be uh, something which you will keep closer to to your chest at this point? <clears throat> if it works, I'll open source, and I don't. It's I'm sure if I think energy should be free. Yes, Tesla had it right the first time. Yeah. Yes. Energy should be free. It should be here. That's so. yeah. <clears throat> And because I see the pyramid uh, behind you on the uh, <laughs> on the green screen, I built mine recently, like maybe three weeks ago. And I see the uh, copper coil. I don't have that copper coil on mine. And the tip is plastic because this is how it, it came and, you know, to look good. Would you suggest to to add something to, to, to the pyramid in order to... Um, make it more potent um the biggest thing i've actually had and a friend of mine actually he bought four of the mercabas you can't really see it let me see if i can shift the screen up a little bit yeah right there so, yeah, there's a mercaba up in the peak here inside the pyramid um that uh from what uh, my friend thomas actually was testing on and he was testing his uh wood pyramid he has a copper pyramid and he has two other friends that also have pyramids, and he he, he gave two of the two of the Markabas, one to each. Um, but what he was actually muscle testing and dowsing to it was the amplification of the energy on the pyramid itself by about tenfold. Wow, it's interesting. Do you sell the Merkabas on uh, your website, or it's just on uh, special order? Um, not on the website yet, but they will be coming. Um, uh, I guess you're going to have to probably another couple of weeks before I get all the documentation put up on the website, uh, but they are coming. Yeah. Uh, right you. now they are special order, but yeah, they are coming. <laughs> thank you. Peter, you know, a lot of uh, spiritual individuals uh, talk about us moving into, you know, fifth dimension and our bodies going through a molecular uh, change, kind of a crystalline change. Do you think that, these tools you are developing or you developed already can help us with such transition? Well, um, I think it's more of, so I think you said it best. It's like we are transitioning. So our frequencies are increasing as we go, right? And as we interact on a daily basis with everything going on around us, and it's not not always positive so it ends up dropping our frequencies down so 
we can, the only thing we can really uh, focus on is how we respond to those energies in a visual, in the, you know, like the senses. If we can actually protect our energy field from being impacted directly by other people's energies or the environmental, that will actually remove part of the impact into our frequency, you know, into any bumping in our, you know, drop our frequencies. At that point, we can focus on, you know, the one thing we can control, our response to others and our response to news, our response to, and that's it. That's our response because it's, that is our, in our, completely in our control. So when we're, when you're dealing with that, that frequency change and trying to improve ourselves, when you get to the fifth dimension and when we get there, there's no judgment. So you have to get that thought process out of the way because you are the only judge. If you're, if you're still judging how that person's doing that, I don't like that haircut. Why are you wearing those shoes? You know, those are judgments and that is not going to fly when we're trying to raise our vibration. So the only thing we can control is what, how we respond. So if we can protect our energy side of things and then focus on how we respond, this will actually allow us to actually grow and raise our frequency at a faster pace. Yes, and something which not too many people uh, talk about, uh, but I uh, heard uh, you mentioning in a previous interview, is the fact that right now the, the Earth is going through a natural cycle with the thinning of the um, electromagnetic field, and that allows more solar rays and magnetic uh, field, ma magnetic field going down and solar rays coming through. That means we as organic beings, we are affected. So these tools, these pendants can also create that energy field of protection. Yeah, that's the only reason I can think of why the archangels actually gave us these tools right now is to help protect our field. And if it's if it's creating, it's what's interesting is there's no batteries. It's just a tensor ring, which is an energy generator, utilizing crystals, and it modifies our field. It's completely organic technology. So, well, you know, why would they have given us that this at this time? It is to do that, to protect us. Um, and yes, I mentioned it in a previous interview where um, uh, Ben Davidson, uh, Suspicious Observers, he has actually been out there for years talking about how our electromagnetic field on the planet is actually diminishing. It's It's been diminishing for 150 years, so it's continually going down. It just be accelerating now. And he is gifted with uh, with the ability to pretty much remember uh, everything he reads, that if, especially if he really enjoys the, the topic. So he has actually scoured a lot of the documentation and papers that actually cover how, you know, solar storms impact cognitive ability. So this is where he's talking about, like, okay, you know, when we have a heavy solar, solar storm, people seem like they're going, you know, a little bit buggy. And that's why it's because their mental faculty faculties have been diminished. So if we can utilize these tools to protect us in that fashion, more power to us. And that's kind of why I think, you know, why would they bring out the tools now? That's the only thing you think of. Yes, I do follow Ben. And uh, I think uh, this is when I first saw uh, your pendants and he was quite uh, proud and uh, <laughs> mentioned it, uh, mentioned the, the benefits of it. And uh Yes, and from there, something else connected to and got uh, each other together. If I, if yeah. I may ask, what other uh, ascending masters you are working with? Well, as far as I know, it's the it's the, those three primary um, archangels: Michael, Metatron, and Shamuel. Um, I know I'm working with the Octarian um, because Vivian is Octarian, so they're here and they're helping as well. Um, other than that, I don't know for sure. I don't have the full, like a two-way communication with these guys. My, um, my way of understanding it as like Gurdjieff would say, it's like when Gurdjieff was talking about how to, his way, his fourth way is he would out there, just go out there and make nails, <laughs> make nails all day long. And after a while, your mind just gets stuck on repeating that process over and over and over again, which gets the logical mind out of the way. So that you can get the understandings and the downloads. And what happens to me is when I'm in there and doing the builds of the tools, this is exactly what they do. I'll get in the build form in my mind. I'll just be like, okay, next step, next step, and just doing the things. And then all of a sudden, I'll have a download. It's like, okay, you need to make the make a pendant out of those three rings. And I'm like, I, I'm like, 
okay, drop everything and go to make it. And that's exactly what happens. And then I make it. I'm like, okay, does this work? And then it does. I'm like, okay, this is cool. You know, <laughs> it's just how they work with me right now. But uh, yeah, I, I do get channeled messages from our, from them and usually through me for others. Um, I don't normally get them for myself, which is kind of a bummer, but uh, but I do get channel messages for Vivian quite often and friends of we've actually got into conversations. And the next thing I know, you know, Michael comes in and I'm just crying like crazy. And then that stops and then I can speak. Um, that's how I know Michael's here. Um, and yeah, we had a lady up in Shasta about a month and a half, two months ago. And it was like, we were sitting there talking and Michael was there. And the next thing I know, I was communicating a message specifically for her and I just couldn't stop crying for a minute. And then I was like, okay, thank you. And I just basically look up and I say, thank you, Michael. And I understand what he's trying to say. And then the message just comes through. Um, so I do know the connection is there. I just don't have the two way going yet. That's beautiful. And, and Peter, just uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you also make some um, rings, uh, either small or bigger for this type of um Emotional release? Um, I do. And again, those are going to be coming. Um, I'm spending more time uh, with builds and stuff like that, you know, for the, from, from now on. Um, so this is coming. Uh, the Merkaba is coming. If you look behind me on the pyramid, I'll change, shift that up a little bit. You can see there's a whole bunch of tensor rings yes. up on the pyramid. Um, and I make them in a whole bunch of different frequencies. Um, so what we've actually associated some of these frequencies are with, with different chakras. So we have all the chakras plus some, um, uh, we've had, when we were in Vegas a couple of years back, we had a gentleman standing in all of them, all seven chakras plus the star chakra, plus a power vortex. And he was just standing in there going, okay, this is weird. I feel like I'm being buffeted all over the place because there's so many vortexes all at the same place. And he was just looking around the room and he's like, I can see a vortex open there. I can see a vortex open there. Somebody's peeking their head in through that one. And it's like, it was really kind of neat. Um, so the, the rings themselves are extremely potent. Um, and there is one, uh, it's called the lost cubit. And that one is based on the emotional field. So that's the one I use, use for the Michael pendant and stuff like that. And that's uh, utilizing emotional and, you know, the, that kind of energy. But when you have them in really big ones where you can put them all over the body and you hold it from the sides, kind of balancing it, you bring it down over somebody and you can feel the ring starts bouncing where the ring sees and feels emotional baggage. Wow. Interesting. So it's like, yeah, when you go through an emotional issue, you don't process it right away. Your body just says, okay, you're not dealing with that energy right now. Okay, we'll put it in your shoulder. And you go over this thing, all of a sudden, boom, the ring will start bouncing over your shoulder. It's like, okay. You got some work to do there. Yes, yeah, we we all have to to promote these tools as much as possible, and for those who are awake, they will understand the message, they will understand the benefits, and uh, we will um, try them and spread the, the word because um, this is the only way. I mean, you as, as as you said, you put a lot of time into making them. You don't have the the luxury of spending more time on podcasts. So I am one of the few lucky ones, which you you came on and uh, talking about uh, your tools and uh, hopefully the word will, uh, will spread. So um, anything else uh, you will, um, any fairs or uh, events you'll attend uh, this year, anything closer to, to Canada? Um, in Canada? Uh, we're visiting, uh, we're going to Montreal just to visit Vivian's parents this year in August. Um, but as far as events up there, we haven't found any. Um, if you find any up there, just shoot us an email and see what we can do. I know Viv would like to go up there, depending on if there's any regulations based on uh, entry and exit. Um, other than that, yeah, no, we're looking forward to going all over the place this year. Uh, we're going to be mostly around the West Coast of the U.S. for this year. Uh, as far as uh, domestic and international, we're going to be doing uh, Glastonbury mm -hmm. uh, at the end of May. Uh, we're going to be doing Egypt in September. We're going to be clearing a whole bunch of stuff there. And then right after that, we're going to Greece uh, with the Stargate Experience Group. And we're going to be doing a lot of anchoring for the work we did in Egypt. 
Yes. So yeah, we we have a lot of work to do this year. Uh, we're trying to actually you know, anchor some of the positive energies of the planet and healing some of the other stuff that's been going on for over a really long time. Yeah, it's interesting because I know Matias De Stefano also went all over the world uh, in the last two years to open certain um, portals, energy portals, and also uh, Asil um tokai is another uh, one of my guests um he was yeah. in uh, uruguay i think in uh, 2021 and uh, this year he's going to uh, the balkans uh, as as well to open up certain um, portals so a lot of my or some of my guests are traveling for uh, the benefit of mother earth to activate certain energy uh, points so that's that's amazing what we got, what you know, we, I did get a message for that, just so you know. And every, it's like, well, and it was a message from Archangel Michael, just so you know. He goes, well, if everybody went and did the same thing at the same time, it would be like trying to play every single key on the piano at the same time. That's not music. And you're mm -hmm. not going to get the harmonics you want. So everybody goes to specific places at the right time and presses the key. And then when we're done, the orchestra will be complete but we can't do it all at the same time. So everybody's going to do the right thing at the right time for what they're supposed to do. So this is how it was. That's how Michael said it. It's like hitting all the keys at once won't work. Everybody has their time. Everybody has their place. Beautiful. And for these locations, do you just uh, use the um, the rings or any other tools? Um, well, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be doing mostly holding space. Um, I'll be bringing some pendants with us to do some work. Uh, but there are uh, and probably some healing coils and some other smaller things because of the international travel stuff. Um, but we're, what I'm going to be doing is holding space for Vivian to do her inter, you know, the intergalactic and, you know, you know, Arcturian energy transfers. And we're going with the, the Stargate community, which is going to be bringing a bunch of other people and their star connections to actually do, uh, I think it's going to be more of a finalizing of the, uh, what do you call it, the new grids, the anchoring of the new grids that, yes. you know, the that Matthias has actually done and a bunch of other people have done already. And I think this is where we're going to be anchoring all those changes in a more permanent way for Egypt and other places around the world. Um, and that's how, what's kind of what Michael was saying. It's like, once this is done over this year, we may end up going to other places and finishing anchoring a bunch of other stuff too. But, you know, Egypt is a focal point for a lot of things that have happened over a long period of time. So we're trying to clean that one up, up first. So you are working a lot with, uh, I mean, the tensor um, energy is pretty much a quantum physics um, energy. Um, yes. Have you... Uh, been approached by other like by physicists or other engineers to to help you develop um, other tools using the the tensor technology. Um, not yet. I don't think I'm big enough out there in the environment to catch that many people's attention. Um, as soon as somebody can understand it and take it as for what it is and utilize it without being what do you want to call it ostracized from their profession because uh, that may happen yes. uh, at that point probably I don't have a problem with working with anybody like I said it's like I'll probably need somebody's help with the actual you know free energy design and see if we can make that work um, not yet but I'm I'm always hopeful that we'll find somebody that's willing to actually help them work with it yeah because I know of uh, Marina Jacobi and uh, she's a channeler and also she was given a lot of uh, quantum uh, manifestation uh, technology and she said, I have to find the right physicians, the right scientists I can share this information with because they have to be open-minded. They have to try it and they have to understand that I am just, you know, I was given the information, but I am not the specialist here. I want them to have an open heart and an open mind and develop these technologies for humanity. So that's why I think yes. you also have to find the right people to, to work with. Yes, because I like like I mentioned earlier, it's like I have the design in my head. I know what I want to do, and okay, this is what I kind of I'm guessing what they're trying to do. It's like, but in order to understand the the physics behind it, or you know the I mean, yeah the physics and the energy how that's going to flow through this piece or that piece, 
do you have to time it? Do we have to all kinds of different things? I, you know, I'm not that person. So we're going to have to actually get somebody that was willing to do that. Yeah. Peter, this is all fascinating. Um, we are approaching the end of the interview. Any final thoughts, anything else you want to, to tell us about uh, the technology and the products? Okay. Well, I'm going to put back up on screen the two that we haven't really talked about. Um, we did kind of touch on the one on the right, the smaller one. That's the Archangel Shamuel. Um, and let's see here. There we go. That's a little bit better. Um, that one actually does the the post-traumatic stress. So Archangel Shamuel is post-traumatic stress, working with high stress, uh, trauma, and all those different aspects of that. It has 18 crystals in it, which are specifically designed to pull the emotional trauma out. Like we were asking Michael or the other pendants to actually be able to, through intention, to pull those out. This one is specifically designed for heavy trauma, heavy emotional, um, including, you know, out of body, dream state, you know, physical responses. And it's a very, for those that need it, it's extremely calming. I mean, very, it just keeps you very stable. Mm -hmm. um, so that's this one. And this is the one that's been out, you know, for uh, police, fire, and uh, military, ex-military. So that's the one there. Um, and the one next with the big one, that one is fun for those that are ready for it. Mm -hmm. That is the multidimensional pendant. This one allows you to do more in your energy side of things, your dream state, your out of body, um, allows you to, depending on where you are, it's not going to happen exactly for everybody. It's We're going to work with you as kind of like training wheels for all of your energy work. Um, but it'll allow you to see different timelines. So if you have, um, you want to see past lives, you want to understand past lives. Why is this? Why am I seeing this vision of this particular moment? And you have no idea what it is. You would actually sit into meditation with this pendant and ask, why am I seeing this? And then you'll get a message. And it comes through pretty clear. Um, mm -hmm. So it's a really powerful pendant. It's actually focusing on the three higher chakras, your third eye, your crown chakra, and star chakra. And that's the three tensor rings, so tune to that. Well, that's so quite interesting and appealing. <clears throat> oh, yes. No, that one's fun. <laughs> that's the one I wear. Yep. Well. Yep. Over here, yep. Okay, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Very tempting. Yes. yes. And are you building anything else new other than the Merkaba and the, the rings? Anything? I think you mentioned something with the, a mesh in a previous interview. Um, we're working on, well, the copper mesh is actually on the anklets. Um, but what we're working on is entity protection right now. Um, and it has the symbols going down the middle, which is an entity protection form of ancient, ancient design. Um, and it's a, it's one of those similar to the tensor rings and these tools here are basically an etheric blueprint that I'm building here. And the energy of it comes from higher. So this here is actually very powerful. So you get, let's just say, it's an Archangel Michael pendant with that in there. So you're going to get the, the shielding, common clearing and healing on top of entity shielding. So they won't be able to touch you. Mm -hmm. And it's all entities of all energies, you know, whether it's ET or demonic or anything like that, they can't touch you. Now, if you ha don't have the pendant on and they decide to attach to you, you have to read the prayer. Then there's a prayer I have, if you can call it that, you can just say it's a, you know, mantra or whatever. You can say if it offends, if it's offensive to you by saying a prayer, um, you can just say these words, and basically what it'll do is it'll exercise, ex exercise that entity from you and return it to a place where it's no longer anywhere near you. Uh, you can send it back to source if you want. Um, at that point, you can put the pendant back on. Yeah. Because the, the, the pendant is so strong, it will actually hold them in. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Can one wear multiple pendants at the same time for different purposes? Oh, yes. Yeah, and I have friends that actually like wearing the Michael and the multidimensional at the same time hmm. because they're different energies. Um, yeah, so it's, it's <clears throat> they're fun and you can experiment. And we do have, uh, we, on the website, we do have uh, 
anklets with a micro, you know, anklets and Metatron anklets with a micro pendant. And we're calling that the angelic armor set. Um, and I have requests already to create a post-traumatic, uh, post-traumatic stress, the Archangel Shamuel armor set. And I've had requests. So I'm going to be making up different configurations up on the site for it. Uh, because by adding the multiple layers of shielding and the effects, um, they are, it's, it's palpable when you have somebody that's really sensitive putting on the anklets. Now you're shielding from everybody around you. Um, in one aspect, a couple of the aspects we didn't even talk about on the anklets, it's very you know, grounding. So it makes you feel like you're standing mm-hmm. in the ground, not on the ground, in the ground. Wow. Um, and they balance your chakras. So you put the anklets on, you get shielded, grounded, and balanced. And then you put on the Michael pendant and you're like, oh, I just feel more relaxed. And now all of a sudden you have two different layers of energy shielding from everybody around you. And it becomes like an energetic cone of silence. Now you, all you're feeling is you. Now you can walk through your day or do what you need to do without being impacted by anything else. Yeah, so that's so, your energetic armor, pretty much. <clears throat> yeah, and that's why, you know, my a friend of mine, um, Cassidy, he calls it, it's like, well, you got to put this up on your website. Call it, you know, something catchy, like angelic armor. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So we put it up there as angelic armor. It's on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's fun. It's kind of, you know, catchy (laughs) yes i think playing with energy and sound is always uh, fun and uh, most of my guests are in this uh, field um, because they channel energy they channel sound they they play with all these movements of earth so it's just uh, unbelievable so one day i i hope to be more immersed into into this field so i i really want to feel it deeply yes so, Absolutely. any final thoughts? Um, like, uh, if anybody is interested, you can always go, go to uh, energiesofservice.com. You can check it out. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I was on YouTube. I got terminated, so I'll have to recreate that one. Uh, but that'll be coming back shortly. Um, and, and, yeah, uh, if there are any, any questions or comments, you can always contact me through the website, um, you know, or through you and through communications through you. And then from there, we can actually, you know, figure out what people need. Yeah. Peter, thank you very much. Uh, once again, uh, all the best with your um, traveling uh, this uh, year and with making all the other uh, wonderful um, products and uh, healing tools, thank in fact. You. Thank you. Thank you very much. And to my guests, thank you for watching. Share it, like it, download a free copy of my book when you visit my website. And until next time, love and gratitude.